Hi friends, welcome to the Bad Bitch Gone Goddess podcast, formerly known as the Woke Pussy podcast, formerly known as the Bad Bitch Gone Goddess podcast, because <laughs> we're back. And as promised, I told you I would just show up and say shit. So here we are. I had intended to perhaps go into something controversial, you know, this whole non-binary pronoun thing, because it was a subject that came up at lunch today. And it is a very divisive conversation. But I think part of that problem is that people don't even know what the fuck they're talking about when they're discussing it. The problem with the pronoun thing really has nothing to do with who you are and how you want to identify and any of that. I mean, there are people who have problems with LGBTQ people. There are people who have problems with the trans community, with people being non-binary. You know, those people are just closed-minded and they don't understand that we have the right to be who we are and choose how we express ourselves in the world, right? I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people who struggle with the concept of, you know, just any number of random pronouns that anybody can insist that one uses, right? And that is not an issue with the person who is non-binary. It's an issue of language. That's it. It's really that simple. Because language is an agreed upon basically social contract, right? Because the truth is, is that language is all bullshit. It's just a bunch of sounds. And none of it actually means anything except for what we have agreed upon as a collective. So the struggle that a lot of people are having with the pronoun thing is that it goes against what we've all agreed upon certain words mean. And what they point to or define, right? Because at the point where we just start making up anything, like there, there has to be an agreed upon consensus, right? The, the trouble with they and them, which I don't personally have a problem with, except when it becomes a problem in language, right? Because now we're talking about having to basically construct an entirely different way of speaking of of the way we construct sentences of, you know, it's an issue. And I just wanted to put that out there that like, for those of you that get upset when people don't want to use your preferred pronouns, or they don't understand, or it's confusing to them, it really has nothing to do with who you are and your identity and your need to have language that properly defines you, that's not the issue. The issue is that, again, we've agreed as a collective that certain words mean certain things so that we can better communicate. And all of this pronoun business is starting to derail that, and it actually makes things more difficult to define and explain. 
you know, and now personally, I'm not non-binary, I'm not trans, so I don't know the specific needs of those sorts of people, and I can't speak on that. You know, from my outsider perspective, you know, my wish is that we can agree upon sort of things that are more factual, right? There, There is such a thing as male and female in energetic sense, in the energetic sense, there's masculine and feminine energy. And we live in a world of polarity. And I understand that we are evolving as a species and as a collective to a place where we're attempting to merge those polarities, right, and allow them to be more fluid. But our language has definitely not caught up to that. And my personal opinion on the thing is why can't we all just agree on the duality that we've come into, right, from a scientific and biological sense? And if you're a her or a him at birth, why can't that just be what it is? And then from there, our gender identities and the way that we express ourselves and what we choose to wear and how we choose to look and who we choose to love. Like, why can't that just be whatever the fuck we feel like? You know, why can't we just move in that direction? And if there is, you know, an alternative for a third gender, can we somehow all agree on a word, a new word? And then somebody has to have, you know, be able to work it through the linguistic system and the grammar system and, and, and make a standardized way for people to communicate. You know, my issue with it is not necessarily, I mean, other than the grammatical issues of using they and them as a singular, right? Because they're usually used as a plural form of a word, right? That's the only issue I have. I don't have a fundamental like theological issue with it. I just have an issue with it's like like logistically. It just doesn't work. You know? And then this issue of compelled speech and forcing people to use certain words and and you know, people freaking out in the cancel culture and all of that like boy, if you're going to change Every a fundamental way of a structure that has worked and that we've agreed upon, y'all have to have some patience and be willing to educate as well and be willing to come to the table and, and help people understand the why it's important, why it matters. And can we as a collective get together and say, okay, I get it. You want a pronoun that matches how you feel inside. Okay. Sure. But can you pick something that isn't already in existence, right? So that it's less confusing. And can we find something that's a bit more standardized? You know, I've seen a list was like, you know, 30 or 40 different kinds of pronouns. Like that's just, it's impossible. And it's unreasonable to ask the majority of people who utilize a certain way of communicating to just suddenly change, right? These kinds of changes in language and being are gradual. 
And so there has to be compassion on both sides, you know, this very incredibly liberal way of, you know, just being too allowing of everyone to just be however the fuck they feel like being, right? That's fine in like a personal sense, but we are in relationship to uh, to each other. And I'm 100% on board for anyone using their sovereignty to be whoever they fucking feel like being as long as it doesn't encroach upon someone else's sovereignty. And at the point where it encroaches on someone else's sovereignty, we have to negotiate. We have to negotiate. Because you cannot force any one side to do anything. Otherwise, you're just doing the same thing that you are, you know, trying to fight against. I hope that makes sense. I just felt I needed to speak on that. Again, like, I don't have a problem with anyone being whoever the fuck they want to be. Be whoever the fuck you want to be. And ask people to call you whatever you want them to call you. But what I'm asking for is patience and compassion. And you can't freak out on people. You know, like I change my name. My name is not my birth name. But people who for decades called me by another name. Some of them still call me by my old name. Right? And I just gently correct them or I let it slide or whatever. I definitely don't freak the fuck out on them. I definitely don't get on TikTok and make cancel videos about them. Right? Because the other thing we need to get really clear about is this whole issue of identity in the first fucking place. Right? We need to be less and less identified, not more and more identified. Because when you see that this need to identify with any one thing or other thing, that causes this rigid stuckness in the system. It doesn't allow for the truth of who we are, which is that we are all things. You cannot put identity in a box. You cannot actually put your identity into a pronoun or a name or a gender assignment or a gender identity or what the fuck ever. You can't actually do that because you are more than any of that. So I guess all I'm really asking for is to, for people to chill the fuck out, right? Just be cool, man. It's not a personal attack. Well, sometimes it is, I suppose. Some people just really are very uncomfortable with the idea of not following gender norms and gender roles. And, you know, it's, but it's more about they're confused because it's just the way it has always been. And You can't just say, well, we're just not going to do that anymore and not offer a suitable alternative where people can make sense of it all, if that makes sense. You know? Yeah. The truth of the matter is that none of us are an island unto ourselves. We live in relationship to others and we cannot demand that anyone conform to what we want any more than we want to be compelled 
or required or demanded of to conform to what anyone else wants. And that's what I find so interesting about these conversations, you know, is that they're the population that is being oppressed, right, ends up wanting to do the same thing to the other side as was being done to them. Non-binary people do not want to conform to gender norms. They don't want to be forced to. And so it makes complete sense to me that they would actually understand that people who do fall into gender norms don't want to be forced either into changing their language and the way that they communicate and express themselves under duress. Nobody wants to be forced, you know, under penalty of fucking expulsion or, you know, people can get fired now. Did you know how fucked up that is? It's not cool. There's nothing cool about that. There needs to be more compassion. There needs to be more discussion, more negotiation, more understanding of both sides of the equation, you know? And the funny thing to me about gender norms is this, like there's this weird belief that like it's just totally a social construct, that like it just got made up. But when you start to understand masculine and feminine energy, you know that the gender roles have become this sort of static standard that was actually based on something very natural. Not female and male bodies per se, but yes, masculine and feminine energy expresses itself differently in male and female bodies due to biology, due to hormones, right? And I love the argument of like, oh, well, biology doesn't matter, this and this and that. Well, if that's the case, then trans people wouldn't need to take hormones in order to be more like their preferred gender. So we can't just drop out these facts, right? The hormones matter. Biology matters. The science matters. The natural flow of masculine and feminine energy matters. Masculine energy is very different from feminine energy. Again, that's not to say that a male or female body has to conform to a specific masculine or feminine expression because the energy, it doesn't matter what the, what the biology is, right? So we have to just sort of open our minds more and expand this idea that you can have a male or a female body, but then you can have a completely different mixture of masculine and feminine energy and therefore express yourself however that mixture shows up. But the truth is, is it's going to be masculine predominantly, it's going to be feminine predominantly, or it's going to be neither androgynous, a a pure mixture of both, neither one nor the other. But there really isn't anything more than that. There's only masculine and feminine energy to mix with. That's the only thing we have here. And then you have different expressions of that based on how much masculine and how much feminine, you know, to what degree any of these things are. And, you know, 
my wish is that we didn't try to narrow it all down and try to identify every little mixture because the truth is, is there are infinite ways to mix masculine and feminine energy. There are infinite ways that a feminine person can express themselves and there are infinite ways a masculine person can express themselves and there's infinite ways arguably even more ways that someone who doesn't conform to either or who is fluid in both there are way more ways that they can express themselves and it would literally be impossible from a language standpoint to come to a place where we have names for all of these things it's just too much you know and that's where the frustration comes from it's so much less about what people think it's about. And that's part of why the problem gets to be what it is. Because, you know, we're sitting at the table. And for the most part, I would say 90% of the people at the table agree with my stance. You know, it's not that we have any problem with how somebody wants to be identified or express themselves. The issue is that to be compelled to speak a certain way that is completely against one's nature is the exact same thing as expecting someone to play a gender role that's completely against their nature. And so we have to continue this conversation and and find a way to reconcile what everybody needs, right? The problem is that like one group of people who feels marginalized and oppressed wants their needs met. That's a fucking understandable. But you can't get your needs met by completely ignoring the needs of the other because that's exactly how you got to where you were in the first place. You cannot be like your oppressor and expect things to be better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's that's that. You know, why not just out the gate? Just like put my fucking thoughts out there. I'm not against trans people or non-binary people. You know, I'm fucking bisexual for God's sakes. Like I have my own internal struggle with how I balance my own masculine feminine energy and how I want to express myself. And I don't conform to gender roles either. But, you know, I was born biologically female, so I use she and her. I'm a female. I'm a female. Biologically, physically, in my body, you know? And that just is what it is. Beyond that, that doesn't define me in any other fucking way. It doesn't define who I love. It doesn't define what I wear. It doesn't define what I choose to do with my in my relationship, whether I am the caretaker or whether I go out and make the money as a provider. Like my biological sex doesn't determine fucking anything else about me, you know? And yeah, maybe I don't understand because I don't have the need for that outside validation to you know, anchor my sense of identity. I have the ability to anchor my sense of identity for myself. And I think part of that, you know, has to do with that. You know, I did know, I really appreciated a friend of mine who's now gone. Um, May he rest in peace. But he very often 
dressed in drag, full face makeup, nails, hair, was incredibly feminine in his expression. But if you called him she, he would correct you and say, I'm a boy. I'm a he. And I loved that because he owned everything about him. The fact that he was born a biological male, but that that the that fact didn't fucking mean anything about who he could be or who he could express himself as or what he could wear or who he could fuck or who he could love. And I, my wish for that, for, for everyone is to be that, you know, and if that doesn't vibe with you, it doesn't fucking vibe with you. That's totally fine. Like I said, this is my podcast. These are my fucking opinions and I'm open to discussion and I'm open to hearing other people's perspectives. But I just wanted to clear up that because, you know, like I said, at the table, the discussion got pretty heated and someone got really upset about it. Like, well, why can't you just honor what they want? And like, you know, and well, it's not about it's not just about that. Why can't they honor what I want and what I need, which is a I, what I need is a consistent way to communicate through language, you know, and when we don't have that. And when linguistic rules are fucked with and grammar is fucked with and, you know, things start to fall apart, like we have to have structure in order to get along here together. You know, there's this idea that everyone can just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, it's the some of the structures that are in a lot of the structures that are in place in society are fucked up, no doubt. But the concept of structure isn't the problem. It's the way the structure has been set up. That's the problem. We still need structure. If you didn't have bones, if your cell walls didn't, if your cells didn't have walls, you would just be a pile of fucking mush on the ground. Structure is not a problem in and of itself. Structure is needed. Structure is what allows the play within the structure to happen So when we start to erode the structure of things like language, we have a problem. Other things start to erode. It's it's like we can't play this game if there's no walls with which to play the game in. Yes, sometimes the walls are have fungus and mold and they're toxic, okay? So we need to knock those walls down, but we need to rebuild new walls, otherwise it's all a mess. You know? I don't know if you've tried to carry water in your hand and it all just falls out. You need to have a container. <laughs> Whoa, what happened to my voice right there? <laughs> you need to have a container. And language is an agreed upon container that we need. And the problem with the non-binary pronoun deal is about the language. It isn't about people being non-binary. It isn't about people expressing who they are and being whoever the fuck they feel like as long as they're not hurting anyone, right? Be who the fuck you want to be. Wear what the fuck you want to wear. Fuck who the fuck you want to fuck. And you can change all of that tomorrow if you want to. Right? That's not in question. So with that being said, hopefully I didn't piss anybody off or offend you. If I did, oh, well, (laughs) you can write me an email and we'll talk about it. We'll discuss, okay? 
But that, you know, I guess brings me to the next topic I kind of wanted to talk about, which was, which is boundaries. So how do we set boundaries, you know, with other people? And there's this belief that other people have to conform to what you want and need. That's not really what boundaries are for. I am not here to force you to behave any kind of way for my comfort or for my needs. Boundaries are a way to discern and define ourselves so that we know what is what and whom are for us and what and who is not for us. So if you are non-binary and somebody refuses to work with you to find a suitable solution for everyone that you are comfortable with and they're comfortable with, if they're not willing to work with you, they're not for you. They're not for you. Leave them the fuck alone. They're not your people. It's not your circumstance. It's not your situation. We are to define who we are so that we can find who belongs to us and what belongs to us. That's what boundaries are for. The boundaries are to define your edges, your preferences, your likes, your dislikes, your needs. It is not to compel or force or demand that anyone else mold themselves to our boundaries. Our boundaries are a way for us to define the shape of who we are so that when we come up against the shape of someone else, we can see if we fit or not. It is not to demand or force that other person into the shape that we need them to be. Does that make sense? Boundaries are not to force or require other people to be how you need them or want them to be. Boundaries, we learn about our boundaries, we learn ourselves and we find our edges so that we can allow other people to have their own edges and their sovereignty and express themselves and their needs the way that they want them to. Let's try to find an example. Um, This happens a lot. Somebody, two people are talking, they're dating, right? And um, one person is looking for a long-term committed relationship, right? And the other person, not so much. It's not what they want. Well, a lot of times what ends up happening is the person who wants the long-term committed relationship starts putting up boundaries. Meaning, because they want sexual exclusivity, they start to require their person, their partner, to offer them that sexual exclusivity. But the problem is that that other person doesn't want sexual exclusivity. So they're being manipulated into doing something they don't actually want to do that's actually outside of their integrity, meaning outside of their own boundaries, their boundary being they don't want sexual exclusivity, right? So they're being forced or manipulated or pressured into stepping outside of their own boundaries in order to conform and to be the shape of the person who wants sexual exclusivity. 
in order to maintain the relationship, in order to maintain the connection, because they both want connection. But rather than say, this is my boundary, I want sexual exclusivity, you don't want sexual exclusivity, you're not for me. Let me go find someone who fits that shape of me wanting sexual exclusivity. Somebody who also wants sexual exclusivity. That's what boundaries are for. To know thyself. Know your edges. Know what you want. Know who you are. Know who you want to express yourself as in any given moment. And to be able to communicate that to other people. And to be able to allow the person in front of you to negotiate with you within the integrity of their boundaries. And if you cannot find something that is a suitable middle ground where neither of you are stepping out of your integrity, where neither of you are sacrificing who you really are, you find that middle ground. And if you can do that, beautiful. But if you cannot negotiate your boundaries in a way that does not make you give up something that's important to you or doesn't make the other person give up something that's important to them, then that's not your person. There are like how many billions of people on the planet? I saw someone post a thing the other day and they were like, I'm, I'm convinced that 95% of people are idiots, right? Because, you know, whatever her rant was. But I'm just like, you know that 5% five per, 5 of the population is still 400 million people? 400 million people. And you only can really, you know, I mean, you really could only be really good friends with maybe like five of them. You'll, uh, 400 million people you know, which would be the 5% of people that aren't idiots is what she's looking for. But she's complaining and hanging out with people who don't fit her boundaries. They don't fit the shape of who she is. And yet she continues to be there and then just complains about it. And we all need to fucking stop doing that. There are too many fucking people on the planet. Now, part of the problem going into the energetics of it, the law of attraction you may want to not be around those people and you might continue to attract those people. Why are you attracting those people? You are attracting those people because there's a part of you that's judging yourself for who you are. A part of you is judging yourself for wanting sexual exclusivity. And so you will attract people who do not want sexual exclusivity that end up cheating or whatever, whatever the case may be, so that you can prove to yourself that it's wrong, that part of you that thinks it's wrong to want sexual exclusivity. We attract parts of us to basically prove ourselves right. See, I told you, this is bullshit. You shouldn't want that. This is not something that you should, you know, that's not, you know, whatever. That all comes from self-judgment. So you have to go inside and you have to you know, attend to those parts of you that are judging yourself for what you want, that, you know, the parts of you that judge yourself for what you need, that don't allow you to walk away from people who cannot provide it, cannot or will not, doesn't fucking matter. If they cannot or will not provide you what they, what you need, because they simply are unable, most of the people you're trying to get shit from, your needs met from, they just, they don't even, they can't. 
They're incapable. You're like, I have this 25 gallons of water and I need you to hold it for me. And you keep getting upset that they can't hold it, but they're only a five gallon tank. You're trying to put 25 gallons of water in a five gallon tank and you keep getting mad at the tank. Why can't you hold all of me? Why don't you go fucking find somebody who's got a 25 gallon tank or more, 30, 50, 100? They'll be able to hold you, right? So we also got to take responsibility for who the fuck we are, how we're expressing ourselves, what we want, what we need, and stop trying to force people to give it to us who aren't capable or don't want to. Because it's out of their scope and their boundaries. It doesn't fit the shape. You guys don't, you don't go together. It's not for you. And there's nothing fucking wrong with that. But we get so identified with like and so in this fear-based idea that like there's not enough people in the world. And again, if 95% of the people are fucking idiots, that's still 400 million other people for you to choose from. Like just keep it moving. Nobody said you had to just take what was given to you and just do what's right in front of you and you can't, you know, do anything else ever. You have free will. Most of you have cars. Most of you have the funds to get on a fucking airplane, to go travel, to go around, go fucking meet other people. Go start doing shit that you like to do. If you've got too many people in your life who don't want to use your pronouns, go find people who love that shit. If you are dating too many people who don't want sexual exclusivity, like find some other people. Because it's impossible that 100% of anybody is going to be any kind of way 100% of the time, right? But in order to be able to discern any of that, you have to know yourself. So this is what I recommend. Journal prompts for you. I mentioned this in the last tarot reading on my Instagram page, at Penn Badger. I do throw up um, shadow work tarot readings once in a while so we talked about manipulation we talked about boundaries stuff like that the journal prompts in order to have boundaries you have to know where your edges are you have to know yourself because then you can set those boundaries going into a situation going into a relationship right? Because otherwise, it's super easy to be swayed in a direction by whosever energy is stronger. Whoever is more solid in their boundaries is going to get their way if you don't know who the fuck you are and you're not sure. So you have to do the work ahead of time. You know, it's much harder to do boundary work when you're in a situation that requires boundaries that you needed to have before you got in it, right? It's a lot more challenging. So take a time out, take a break, get out your journal, get a piece of paper. And we're going to do the, if I were to be honest, list. You can just start with, if I were to be honest and just stream of consciousness, everything that comes up, just write that. You can also do, if I were to be honest, I am, and just write all of that right? Number three, if I were to be honest, I really hate blah, 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 or I really dislike or whatever. I don't like. Number four, if I were to be honest, I really like, excuse me, fill it all out. 
I think we're on number five. Number five, if I were to be honest, I really need. And write down all your needs. And the needs one is very interesting. Well, with everything you can do this, but specifically with the needs thing, I want you to notice which ones you're resistant to having. Which ones make you feel guilty or ashamed or embarrassed? And I want you, you're going to have to work on that. Doing some shadow work practices, doing the mirror exercise or the IFS work, whatever it is. I know some of the past stuff is in the podcast archive on my site in the membership areas. Um, We've gone through some of these techniques, but I am working on an outline for a shadow work course. So you can purchase that very soon here in the next month or two. But even just bringing it to your awareness, like, oh, wow, I'm embarrassed that I need security in my relationship. That makes me feel like I'm not an independent modern woman. You know, there's a conflict there. And, you know, I'm not going to go into the shadow work now. Um, We can maybe I'll do that next episode. So for now, just do your journaling to really get clear about your boundaries, who you are, what you like, what you love, what turns you on. That's a good one too. If I were to be honest, what turns me on is, right? And think of any other ways that you can get to know yourself. What do you like? What do you not like? What do you need? What hurts you? If I were to be honest, I get really hurt when if I were to be honest and just start writing all of this shit down, okay, it'll take probably an hour. So dedicate some time alone to do that, to get your journal and do that. And then when you go back through, I just want you to like maybe make a note or circle any of the ones that make you feel really uncomfortable. The ones that make you go, oh God, I really wish that that wasn't true. Any ones that you feel, oof, I wish that wasn't true, or oh, I feel guilty for saying that, or oh, I feel bad for saying that, underline them or circle them. And next week when I come back, we will go about how to uh, reconcile those parts of you, the one part that needs the thing and the part of you that's shaming yourself for needing the thing. Because judgment of needs is what creates manipulation. It's what makes us be duplicitous. It's what makes us people please. It's what makes us do things that are out of our integrity that hurt us later or allow us to treat people in ways that are not kind because we believe that what we need is not okay. And so we go about getting that need met in a not okay way. Yeah, So that's your goal. That's your job for this week. If you would like to do that, that's part of what I do here. I'm going to always offer you a skill, a task, a goal, a something to help you uh, work through your shit because, you know, that's what I'm here for is to talk shit and help you work through your shit and do all the stuff, right? It's we just here. I'm just showing up. You just got to show up be present, show up and be present, do the work, be conscious of your choices, be a little bit better every day, be a little bit kinder every day, be a little bit more open every day, be a little bit sexier 
and more sensual and juicier every day, just a little bit at a time. We don't got to rush. We don't got to force ourselves. We don't got to make ourselves be uncomfortable all the time in the name of growth. You know, be like nature. She takes her time, but she always gets things done, you know? You can chill, relax, enjoy the rest of your week, and I will talk to you again soon. You can email me, rosetriune at gmail.com. You can pop on the website at penelopebadger.com. Check out everything that goes on there. Um, and you can connect with me on Instagram at penbadger. And yeah, I believe that is all for now. So I love you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you.